just grab them in the brisket. Hey, my dudes, we're back here with grabbing the brisket. We are missing one guy, but That's he right. has not forgotten. James has left us. Left he's in a better here. place. We are, he is in a better actually place. Actually, he's not. He's in LaGrange, so mm-hmm. it's not a better place. All I know is we have two houses now. It's true. Yeah, we've been having parties mm-hmm. here in Vegas with James Gunn. That's right. It's a very that true statement, right. so if I get kicked out of my house, I can just come sleep over here, right? Yeah, if I get kicked out, I'm definitely sleeping in the garage over here. I'll probably just go in and sleep in James's bed. It's fine. Yeah. No, I think it's a perfectly acceptable thing to do. Uh, you're watching the dogs. You know, feed fell the asleep, dogs. Didn't know what happened. Let the dogs sleep with you. It's okay, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is it? It feel weird trying to intro this thing without James there. Yeah, I mean, James would have been like, "Hey, welcome back and welcome in." Another uh, grab him the brisket, and you're like. Same thing. Podcasts. Podcasts. TV for your ears. <laughs> Who is going to tell it. me to hit him with the business? That's all I want to know. Uh, uh, actually, I think you should intro that and tell it yourself to do it. Yeah, tell yourself to hit yourself with the business. Outen, hit it with the business. Man, we got Twitter. Guys, you know where to hit us at on Twitter. It is at Grab in the Brisket. Facebook, Instagram are both one and the same. I say that all the time. It is at Grab them in the Brisket. And if you want to email us, it's at Gmail. It's grabmanthebrisket at gmail.com. Let's get a good podcast going tonight, guys. Let's go. I like it. I like the energy, Alden. Can we say this episode is brought to you by Passion Parties from Mandy? <laughs> Passion Parties. Passions. <laughs> That's great. Uh, before we go any further... I do. Y'all might see something with my attire. Like, and I know y'all can't see that, but my attire has changed just a, a little bit. There's two things that I've, I'm wearing that I typically have not ever really worn on a podcast before. That's true. I've never seen you walk around in just a corset. Right. Right. Uh, what color? A corset. What color are my hands? Uh, it is a ball cap, which I generally don't wear. I need a haircut. Uh, and the other one is. Glasses. That's right, guys. These aren't actually sunglasses. These are glasses for people that are colorblind. And I want you to know I am seeing a lot of colors right now because of these glasses. So I'm pretty excited about this. Like, Plus, They look really cool, too. <laughs> I've only worn them in the garage, by the way. I don't wear them anywhere else. <laughs> uh, but it's kind of cool being able to see colors, I think, the way that y'all see them. Right? And I didn't really know there was that big of a difference. Because I, I do see some colors. I just, I don't know what it is. Like a red, green, or a blue something, colorblind thing. I don't know what it is. But uh, this totally helps. So I'm pretty excited about this. I wanted to share out there that, hey, if you are colorblind, get some glasses, man. They got some cheap glasses out there. You'd be surprised. Like, I don't, I don't know how much these were. I think uh, James's wife, Laura, bought them. So she could have spent a crazy amount of money on them. Or they could have been. Was I a Mexican the whole time? Or Actually, now, you now are more you're still Hispanic. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, but your shirt is super red, which is kind of <laughs> weird. I didn't really notice it was that bright of a red. Actually, uh, something else is probably only guys are colorblind. Girls. It's yeah, like- it was, yeah, it's funny. Uh, so I, I worked with a guy that was colorblind, and he had the, the red and green issue or whatever. And so we used the lasers, you know, as we use on construction sites when I was working construction site. And it would just be a dot, boom. 
want a ceiling. And so that's where you're supposed to drill a drill a hole for a hanger, right? Mm-hmm. So he's looking at it. He's trying to look at it. He's he's looking like, hey, it's. So I had to. I would have to take my tape measure from the ground. He's in the lift at this point. I'm taking my tape measure all the way up just to point it out where it's at. And he's looking. He's looking. He's like, oh, right there. And finally, he puts a pencil mark. Then he drills it, and it's the same thing for the next one. So we drilled, I would say, I don't know, we'll we'll just say 10 holes. About four hours it took, I would say, on average. You guys couldn't switch positions or something? Yeah, that's what I said the same thing. No, because he wouldn't come out of the lift. That was the thing. I'd walk away then. Because I wanted to be in the lift. He didn't want to come out of the lift. So you're digging the glasses. I am definitely digging the glasses. I don't wear them all the time because they're weird and they kind of have a purplish tint to the uh, things and they just don't look cool. But uh, I definitely will wear them because um, I'm able to see color and it's kind of a cool gift. So That is cool. That's yep. Cool. Word. Should we go into the... 90 second beer review? 90 second beer review. 90, 90 second beer review. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love it. Let's do it. All right, so I'm going to be honest. It's kind of tough for me, and I think you guys might be in the same boat to do a beer review. Because it, it, this just, you know, today is actually uh, New Year's Day. It is New Year's Day. It is. Happy New Year. Happy That's New how Year's we should have started this We whole should, thing probably should have started with a Happy New happy Year. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year, guys. Anywho, we well, all drank plenty last night. And so I'm really not feeling doing a beer review, but we have some beer to review. And it it's needs a, to be reviewed. This is a dirty job. Yeah, somebody's got to do it. So, anyway, this is from Eureka Heights uh, Brewing. They're is that the same people that make the vacuums? I think so, yeah. No, I'm going to think, yeah. Because they both suck? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, no, but they're from Texas. Uh, they're out of Houston. Houston, It's, it's yep. in the Heights. So, there you go. This is, this is called uh, Buckle Bunny Getting Lucky Cream Ale. And it is 4.5% alcohol by volume. Jan, why don't you uh, tell us about your can? Well, I actually have glasses, so I can see this. But I really don't... I mean, it's not bad. I don't really mind the can itself. But it's not the worst one I've seen. Maybe a little more descriptive. Sure, sure, yeah. So it's got this uh, bright pink uh, bunny on the front of it. It's turned around facking away from you. So you're basically seeing this this little... white cotton tail mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and then you've got some uh yellow orange in and blue uh stripes going across almost like the astros uh thing uh and then a little a little description of this little little cream l is pretty much for everyone great for a hot summer day or a hot winter night crisp and corny like a delightful dad joke mm. i like that yeah, I uh, do one like more that. thing about this little bunny is it, well below it it says getting lucky cream ale. If you look at the bunny, you can see it's it's like shaking its tail. You see the little lines there next to it. I but do. Also, I'm pretty sure that's a tramp stamp. Oh, uh, that is. That's a horseshoe. We well, you know it's how rapid you know how rapid bunnies uh, produce offspring. Right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what they're going with here. Yeah. Well, you know what a buckle bunny is, don't you? Not a clue. So a buckle bunny in like when in the rodeos, those are girls that chase. Uh, cowboys that that win. Buckles, oh, okay. I see. Right? I see. So they're like buckle bunny groupies. I get it. So they're yeah, they're basically roadies for rednecks. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Well, Wait, so I'm looking at this can. So is oh, I don't know. If this bunny's throwing up 
or if it's the back of the bunny. It's the back of the bunny. It's the tail. But it looks like it might be his bottom of his face thrown up, and he's got long ears with some weird, I don't know what's going on here. Wow, you are seeing shit. Okay, (laughs) nice. Great. So so go around. What do you think of the beer? Uh, It's good. My first thought was, God, this shouldn't be in my body with everything else that's already in my body. But it's crisp. It's... It's clean tasting. I don't know. It's just not the best beer I've ever had, but I wouldn't not drink it. I would say it's, and to be fair, I need to review this again when I'm not hungover, but for where I am right now in my life, I'm going to give this a 5.1. I feel like it should be better, but I think it's because I feel like shit. I'm going to give it a 5.1. Yeah. No, I'm kind of I'm kind of there with you. Uh, I think if I could have pre-gamed a little bit before I did this tonight... This beer would have been probably spot on. Yeah, uh, right. But I can't. Not, I can't say what's wrong with it. I just yeah. Yeah, there's. Um, I, I don't Tastes. know. I don't know. I, I kind of feel the same way though. I, I'll give my score up front. Uh, it's a five and a half, five point five. Okay. Um, I wanted to give it higher than that. I think it's probably because maybe the alcohol poisoning that I probably had from last <laughs> night is still in my body. Same, uh, same. I haven't really done much today. I mean, when you throw up in a neighbor's sink. During a party, and then turn around and start partying, you know you drank too much. Hey, you were a gentleman about it. I mean, I patted you on the back like, oh, you're okay, Jan. And then you used your finger and swirled that shit down so it didn't clog the drain. That's a gentleman. Well, I was drinking Gentleman Jack. But some a-hole gave me a shot of tequila. It wasn't me. That did not smell like tequila. I think it was uh, Mandy from Mandy's Passion Parties. Passion Party Mandy. Is she, she may have been the culprit. Oh, I don't know. Passion, but I, I do, I do want to give. I would definitely drink this beer if we had it in the refrigerator, though. Yeah, we, we do. Yeah, I, I will drink this beer. When we're not hungover. We'll battle. try this again. Maybe we'll even do a video, like a second chance video beer review. Sometime. This I week. think we owe it to the people for that. It's only fair. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give this uh, Buckle Bunny solid seven point five myself. I like it. He's not as hungover as we are. Oh, he's been. I didn't drink yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Or today. <laughs> been, Why is that so funny, John? Uh, he's been pre-gaming for a while. Yeah. 14 years. 14 Damn long it. No, years. but for real, I like that. 7, 7.5. It's, it's a solid beer. I like it. I would buy it if I saw it. Okay. Maybe in a six-pack. Yeah. I, I think you're sold good. in six-packs. Uh, you're really, really shocking me with, with how high your scores are. Like you're, You've definitely grown through this whole process of... Of drinking other beer besides Bud Light, so kudos to you, man. Really, that's, that's pretty fi- awesome. Am I five yep. eight now? Mm, you might be five eight. Damn it, five. Uh, okay, five three. Does that wrap up the? I think that wraps up the ninety second. Ninety second beer. Ninety second beer review. Wow, we were way off on that one. Oh man, hurts the old larynx there. Whew! Have to dig deep for those. Man, I should be a singer. I think. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You have a recipe for us? I do have a recipe. I'm not, I don't have it geared up, I don't think. Let's see. Um, you want to circle back to that? Yeah. Probably, probably give me like, I don't know. Okay, I'm ready. There it is. Perfect. Nice. This is Recipes with Jan. Recipes, recipes, and we all got a recipe. Recipes with Jan. This is called that. Southern Black Eyed Pea <laughs> Recipe. Okay. And so I made these today. I thought I did a really good job. They have soaked for a long time. They're salty. And I, I don't, they came out a little salty. I think when we had them earlier today, they weren't as salty. So I think okay. they definitely have gotten more salty-ish ish or something. I'm not sure. 
it's the site that that we we grabbed this off of is called africanbites.com and it's a pretty cool site because it's got a bunch of different recipes on there and this one we found that basically had everything in it that i like to eat i was Mm -hmm. like it's like everything but the kitchen sink right is in here so i was like you know what i'm going with that i think they came out really good earlier today uh kicked up a notch um i will say i'll I'll make my save for the end uh but uh the ingredients call for one pound of black eyed peas uh, four to five thick cut slices of bacon chopped. The really cool thing I think with that is that I, I fried that up. I chopped it and fried it up and then added the grease and all of that into the black eyed peas. I think it adds a little extra depth okay, of flavor okay. for it. Um, one cup smoked sausage. I supplemented that with an Italian sausage. Uh, we had some already and I think it, it did fit kind of well. One large onion, celery stock, minced garlic, cayenne pepper, fresh thyme minced and then a bay leaf uh and then seven eight cups of chicken broth this is where i kind of messed up as well i think chicken broth is salty yeah you gotta use that low sodium that low broth. sodium broth yep. i think it's where i messed up and i talked that over earlier thanks a lot for for telling me that though i, I actually didn't know that absolutely um then in two cups or more of collard greens you can sub with kale we didn't have that we had some red cabbage which i didn't really want to put that in but instead, I did about maybe two tablespoons of fresh minced cilantro, which okay. I think cilantro just tastes really good. Uh, but I think the fact you fry all that up together and then you add that to – you fry all, all the meats, the onions, the garlic, all that gets fried up together with the bacon grease. Mm-hmm. And then basically that goes into the, to the thing. So I, I think it came out really well. But the salt. Watch I the salt. I tasted it, yeah. It was – good but you're right there was it was salty but i think if you yeah if you change to the low sodium you'd probably be That's right the on the money right there low sodium and then for an extra kick take it and put it into a pot open up no, no cover on it set it on your smoker 30 to 40 minutes and let that just smoke man you're gonna come out with a really good that extra little dynamic good. of flavor uh for your uh black eyed peas so uh, we'll, we'll post the recipe yeah, we'll just, uh and then also the instructions to how link to or something to it yep and then uh, we'll go from there. But, yeah, awesome dish. Black eyed peas look good. I mean, we as, uh, as you know, my heritage, we had some menudo last night. And that is one of the best things you could ever eat. Mm, okay. Kids love it. Mandy does not like it. Does not like it. What do you got for us, John? I think John's we, got a couple of. Uh... We need to do our review of the Great Scrape. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, so we did this. We did a little uh, video. We did a video. I don't know if we posted that or not. Not yet. We'll drop it with this probably. Okay, so the Great Scrape, Alden, you've, you've seen it. You've used it. Uh, it's the it's the wooden paddle-looking thing yeah. we scraped the grills mm-hmm. with, right? Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved it. I, I enjoyed I I've used these type before. I do like the fact that theirs is wider. And like the one mm-hmm. I have, I got one at home. It's almost like a little spoonish kind of thing. It's small. Yeah. It's like a fork. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's just it's meant for on it. for cleaning the grates. Yeah, right. yeah. yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but this this thing, man, you're able to really just clean clear over a large portion at one time, right? Right, right. So yeah, you're not like doing individual bars on the grate. Right, right. What, what, what do you think of it? I thought it's great. Works great. Uh, we've talked about these before. The best alternative to using a wire brush because those things will kill you. So, like literally, they yeah. will kill you. We've, literally, we've heard stories of those. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So I definitely appreciate them sending it to us for us to try out. Yeah, we've been playing with that thing for like two months. Hey, we broke it in. You'll see it in the video. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we've been loving it. 
So, and what, then what was the name of those things? Uh, this is Great Scrapes. Great, Great Scrapes. Scrapes, the name of the company. But I can't remember what was the name of the uh, the Woody shovel. Woody shovel. I knew it was some Woody kind of shovel. Woody shovel. Yep, Woody shovel. Yeah. Hey, we've been using this thing for like probably, what, a month now? Yeah, a month or so. I and mean, this yeah. thing's going to last quite a while for us. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, nothing going to last years. Is, I mean, well, I probably yeah. lose it before I use it. Use up. it all? Yeah. That's kind of a cool little, I mean, this thing's reclaimed wood. Yeah, the handle on that or, thing is, is way better than some of the other ones I've seen. Worth so, it out. Yeah. yeah. They don't that one actually has like an actual grip and everything. I like that. And that and if you find yourself in a struggling in a boat, it's, it acts as an oar as well. You know what I mean? You can just paddle water with it. Solid. Uh-huh. Solid. <laughs> I like it. It's a uh interchangeable tool, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Very versatile. I'll tell you what, when the kids get out of yes. line, you tell them, Hey, go get your ass out and there a and do that woody yes. shovel. Yeah. They're gonna start shaking when they get <laughs> right. to it. They're like, Oh, grab man. my great scrape. Yep. Avion would say, What are we cooking today? Yes. That's what she would say. She ain't, she ain't thinking she's getting a paddling. She's right. like, what are we cooking? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that just means she hasn't had enough paddling. <laughs> that's that's right. <laughs> All right, John. Well, let's get to the next part of the, pro- the podcast going on. What you got over there going on, John? I thought we would talk a little bit about uh, smoke rings. Smoke rings? Yeah. Are, smoke are they rings. important? What do they do? What are they for? Why are they there? How do they get there? Are they just for Does looks? Does it make a difference at all? Yeah, I, that's a great, those are great questions, actually. Like, I, you think about it all the time, and you see it in pictures, right? You're like, oh, man, we've got a beautiful smoke ring. But why is it, why right, do you think yeah. it's already beautiful? Why do you think it's... Because the smoke's getting in there. Yeah, it's, I guess the, it's smoked meat, right? The smoke's right? getting in there, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, is that, Obviously, like, we've all been ingrained to think that's what beautiful brisket looks like, right? It's right. got a smoke ring. If it doesn't have a smoke ring, oh, you must not have smoked it. Right, it's fake. Put it in the oven. Yeah, you did something wrong. Right, right. I can see that. So I was doing a little research, okay. and uh, I used an article on Texas Monthly. I don't know if you guys have ever been on Texas Monthly. I think it's actually a magazine. But it is a got, magazine. Yeah, they have they've like got some fishing. Great articles, lots of yeah, they have fishing, all kinds of good shit, all kinds of outdoor stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, I started looking at. Uh, they were talking about smoke rings. Okay, so the smoke ring is actually like when you see the red ring, that's not something that's. Um, really even created that's the color of your meat when you got it basically so that that pink that you see is actually the meat not changing color not cooking right well no, it's, it's cooking, cooking but it's not changing color you use like right a white so the rest or... of it is getting darker like on the inside where, yep. where it's not a smoke ring the outside is just the color of your meat okay so really i mean if you started with a darker red piece of meat you might get a better smoke ring so the smoke ring is already in the meat and it's in the form of myoglobin which we're all familiar with myoglobin sure. no oh, yeah. i've ate that plenty of times i was yeah. on final jeopardy last night yeah it's the protein that makes the raw meat red or pink as the meat cooks the myoglobin turns brown but if enough nitric oxide from the wood smoke condenses on the meat it will bind to the still red myoglobin and allow it to hold on to its color so basically the nitric oxide kind of seals the the meat before it can change color Right. Saving that color. Right. No, that makes perfect sense to me. So the smoke ring is not necessarily a smoke ring as much as it is like a, a marker of how long it got to smoke before it got to a certain temperature. Basically, when the meat gets to 140 degrees, between 140 and 160, that's when it's going to stop holding on to that color. So you can smoke it up to till the meat's 140, 160, and it's going to keep getting a darker, better smoke ring. Yep. But as soon as it gets past that, 
you're done. You're not smoking it anymore. I mean, you're not getting any more smoke ring. You're still smoking it. You're just not getting any more smoke ring. Right, right. You're, it's not going to make it bigger. You're not going right. to get a bigger smoke ring because of that. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. What, what about, so, like, in competition, like, you look at that's probably some of the things that even when you open your, the, the, the plate gets opened up and you look at those nine slices of brisket, right, and you see that perfect smoke ring going across the top, in your head you're already thinking, okay, they know what they're doing. They're, right, they're yeah. whatever, Obviously, right? yeah, we've all been trained to, to see it and go, yep. that's how it's supposed to look. And have you ever, have you seen the fake smoke ring? Oh, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, the, the tender quick. Tender quick, yeah. yeah. You're adding that to your seasonings. Tender quick. <laughs> and, 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 man, you can make a a perfect with, with no smoke. You can put it in the oven. Oh, yeah. And it'll be, it'll look like a smoke ring. And if you're not careful, though, it looks fake as hell. It does. It'll yeah, bleed all the way through. Just right. Yeah. I've yeah. seen people where they have like a pencil line in the middle of their brisket is the only, look like the only cooked portion of thing. It had basically like a one-inch smoke ring all around the meat. Except for this little thin line down the middle of it. Yeah. And then they try to say, no, that's just because I used uh, mesquite or right. whatever it is. And you're right. like, no, you're full of shit. Yeah, you're cheating, but whatever. Yeah, yeah whatever you want to do, buddy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so they had uh, a researcher, and it was uh, Dr. Greg Vlander, professor, researcher, whatever he is. Um, and he's contributed on AmazingRibs.com a bunch. And he was trying to figure out how to get the best smoke ring. Obviously, he did talk about Tender Quick, and he's like, it's cheating, but you can you can use it. But he said, wood bark contains more nitrogen, so you want to use the piece of the wood that has the bark. Okay. That could potentially give you more more nitrogen, potentially more nitric oxide, right? Than sapwood or uh, like the heart of the wood, you know, yep. the inner pieces. Also, he said the greener the wood, the more nitrogen and the more likely you could get. But I don't. I think that would mess with your flavor. So I, I don't think, think so I want to use green wood. But I think. Maybe steering towards using more of the bark wood at the beginning of your cook before you're, you know, before you're below 140. Yeah, maybe a couple of times, but that bark can add another flavor to. It's a different flavor, right? It's not just you're not getting that clean. You look at that clean smoke, that clean. Yeah, yeah. yeah I guess you got to be kind of careful. Green, some how, of them, some I mean, of how hard is it to warm up this green too? You know what I mean? Yeah, you definitely got to have a good fire going ahead. It's gonna of be that. hot. Yeah. No, you do. No, I would not recommend using green wood on a barbecue. Pan. No, no, it is. Yeah, not I don't gonna... know what. I think he was just like balls to the wall figuring out well, what's going to give yeah. it smoke ring, just smoke ring, not talking about flavor or anything else. And that's basically what he came up with. Hmm. That's pretty interesting. But I thought the part about taking the smoke up to 140 internal, internal temperature, temperature yep. was interesting because he said when he's trying to figure out this thing, he actually put a frozen beef tenderloin on there and started smoking it. He said it had like the biggest smoke ring ever because it could suck that smoke in for so long. Now again, I'm not a proponent of smoking frozen meat, but we're it's interesting. Yeah, we're not advocators of that. No. Right. Right. Well, but you put your brisket on there, putting it on there when it's still pretty cold, it's gonna smoke longer. Yeah, it takes longer for it to get temperature. So you're gonna get yep. more smoke ring. Yep. I would agree with that as well. But how much of a smoke ring does it play in a part of a competition? I, and I think it depends upon the, the competition. Like, I think for us, it's kind of important, but maybe not as much as, say, KCBS, where they're real strict about, you know, visual appearance, uh, taste, yep. texture, you know, all the different things that they have to write a score in for. Where for us, they just they look at it and just, then they taste it. They give it, yeah, and they're giving right. that one score. Well, and if it, it tastes fantastic, like if it's the best thing they've ever put in their mouth, even if it doesn't have a smoke ring. 
It's probably not going to get a big right. ding. What if you have a half inch smoke ring on it? I mean, that's something else you don't want to see either. Like, what that'd be weird. Well, like, if you yeah, know anything about barbecue, on? you know that they cheated. Like, yeah, yeah you know for sure. I mean, you want what about an eighth inch? Maybe the quarter, quarter eighth inch, quarter probably quarter inch yeah. smoke ring. Yeah. Probably yeah. pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it'd be solid. Yeah. I uh, speaking speaking of the KCBS, that's uh, Sean. He is going to the barbecue Marines. class. Oh, is he? Yeah. Is that where he's going to be uh... on the eighteenth? Okay. He's doing Myra Mixon's. Oh, he is. That nice. is true. I am yeah. super jealous. Right. So, Sean Moore, um, hopefully this thing will will come out, but I will, it'll be out way before uh, you leave. Yeah, make sure just, you record that class. Just know. Yeah, right. Hey, get all the secrets. Write it all down. Use the glasses that I gave you that films right. everything. <laughs> right. You see um, color? I'm just kidding, Myra. Yeah. Dang it. He yeah. gave me my, my color glasses instead. Right. right. But I'm super jealous. I think it'd be kind of a cool class to go through. I don't know how much he'll learn on this. They do cook differently over there. I don't know how much he'll learn on, on how to cook a, a brisket class or whatever else. Yeah. The guy's been doing it for a long time. So I'm sure there's some tricks to things he picks up. But he also cooks in a different thing. That KCBS, right? Yeah, it's, it's so different. I, w- I would love to take a class like on their chicken thighs and their chicken and maybe their ribs. The brisket, I mean, I've heard that the Texas brisket does really well in that KCBS yeah, yeah. market. So I'm like, hey, whatever. I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of, I am mean, jealous, though, because I would love to, oh, for to sure. go through that and see that. Yeah. So. Hey, the more classes, the more better. Yeah, Where's you that are at? right. He's he's trying, right? Where's so, it at? Uh, it's going to be in up there Kentucky where, or I was wherever Myron Mixon's from. Kentucky yeah. or Tennessee or whatever it is. Yeah, Tennessee. So you got to travel and do all that good shit. Yeah. That's cool, man. That is cool. So hell yeah. Found it out today. I was like taking back a little bit. I was like, dang, man. Like I, I really wanted to say, oh, really happy for you. And I think what came out of my mouth was like, oh. <laughs> oh wow yeah. okay your eyes were saying asshole, asshole. Like, uh. yeah yeah but no super jealous and i'm sure they'll pick up a lot of stuff and hopefully he'll come back and tell us some more secrets i'm so. sure so anyways that's what i got about smoke rings basically they are the wow factor okay it doesn't affect the flavor but it looks really cool people nice. want to see it i don't know yeah no definitely what about any we have, have we had any barbecue fails lately I, I do have a big barbecue fail. I want to hear it. But I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save this one uh, for when James is back on. Doesn't James have one too? It's, is it the same one? It's James's barbecue fail. So I'll, I'll let James bring this to you all next time when he's on. Uh, I think it's only fitting. But, yeah, it's, it's a doozy. That's for sure. Well, I don't have any barbecue fails this week. No? No. I got a barbecue win. I was going to say I have a cooking win too. Yeah, go ahead. We well, it's not even barbecue. We just today for the first time, Denny and I decided to try to make paella. Paella, yeah, is freaking phenomenal. Really, what is it? So good, paella. It's basically you throw like you put some oil in this big ass flat pan thing, then you throw in some onions to get them going, and then you throw in whatever you're gonna make. They can do seafood. We did chicken, so it's chicken thighs. We season them up. You throw those in there till they get browned a little bit. And then you start throwing in like your low sodium chicken mm. broth, mm-hmm. Damn. maybe some green beans, like uh, all this other meat. shit. Yeah. And then when it gets, the chicken gets, you know, maybe halfway done or so, then you just dump in this certain kind of rice with all these other, and there's all these seasonings that I've never used before. I, barbecue, I don't use a lot of that kind of shit, but yeah. Like a, like a disco, like a big ass disc or what? Yeah. 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 So basically the, the rice just soaks up all the flavor. Yeah. And we put wine in there. We put rosemary, we put in. Something called um, something threads, saffron threads. You ever use that shit? 
Nope. Yeah, it's just, I don't even know what it did. I don't know what the point was. This recipe we found. Yep. It was really expensive and it just looked like tiny little red like shit. I don't know. Okay. But it was expensive. And it tastes good. I don't know. I don't know that it did. I didn't taste it. I just put it in. It took like a pinch. I don't know. But the dish tastes good when we were done. It was it was awesome. I'm sure we it destroyed good. it. Really? Yeah, the pan was empty when we were done. So I brought the black eyed peas and they were salty, but I didn't did you try any paella? I, I had a cayenne? Paella. Did paella? you try any? No. I didn't try any. It's so weird. How did we what? I tried it. I tried a lot uh, of you it. You tried all of it. I tried all of it. You tried all of it. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. That's we're going to do it again. We That's actually got the stuff to do any. some. Uh, we're going to do some seafood by next, I think. She won't eat that, but I will eat the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. That yeah, was my pie, cooking pie, win. What do you say? Paella? Paella. 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 So the cooking win, I think, for me, is really your win, John. It's when we, the other night, we cooked the... Tri-tip? Tri-tip. Yep. Yes. Did the tri-tip. <clears throat> and the cooking win was... Uh, actually, I, I, I probably a, a barbecue fell and a barbecue win is if you're not trying your stuff, right? When you're cooking and you're letting it rest and you meet, like you need to be trying to get better, trying to figure out how these rubs work together mm-hmm. without taking them to a cook-off and, or cooking them somewhere else and trying to show off to your, your whole family going, oh, look what I made, right? Yeah. Use it before you, you do the party, right? Right, right. So we, we combine two rubs. Uh, it tastes really good separately they taste without they taste really good together one thing we noticed after cooking uh it needs salt right yeah. so we went we had to go back add a little salt to it um and i mean it just popped the whole the whole thing oh, was, it was great perfect it was so good yeah. yeah but perfectly cooked though and it, that's your way to try to oh, we did that together well it was just a reverse here we did it all in the weber that's right and it was a nice char and people ate the shit out of it, it was they gone. did they loved it yeah so actually, some of my neighbors came over and they they're like chowing down on it. Yeah. So yeah. barbecue win, barbecue. Also, it's I guess it's a win, right? And uh, hey, I call it a win. Yeah, nice. Anytime the the plate's empty in ten minutes or so, yeah, it's, would not be a, a fail. No, no, a whole tri tip. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yep. That's good. I uh, actually think we just completed a podcast. Definitely miss James being here. I think it brings a little element to it. Uh, maybe a little structure that we don't have <laughs> for uh, sure without him. So, but you know, we're not gonna tell him shit until he, he listens to this co- this podcast. So that's what we'll do. We're not gonna tell him that we missed him. He'll have to hear no, it for himself. No, no, we're gonna say we talked for like six hours. Yeah, we have got probably two or three. James, we didn't miss you sure. at all, dude. We we've been talking since yesterday. That's right. And we're still going. That's right. So okay, cool, man. Hey, great, happy new year to all y'all. I'm um, excited what 2020 brings. Bo show. So hopefully. We'll be in a studio sometime doing this. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure we will. We'll be there probably the next three or four years, I'm sure. Okay. Adios. Amigos. Just grab them in the brisket.